you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. You're good-looking. Joe is looking for and finding the good. We found good in abundance because you've tuned in consciously and conscientiously to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And you tuned in for one reason and one reason only. It's the best reason in the entire world because you care the most in the entire world about you which is great because when you are the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, crave more joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And we're going to talk a lot about peace and love and success today. One of the more interesting people I've ever had on the program, and I'm just so honored to to have her on because I've known her for a number of years. She's a remarkably pleasant, powerful purposeful, positive being, Dr. Yasmin Saad, and she'll be on just a couple of minutes and um, get ready because <laughs> you're going to learn a lot. Remember, this show is not just about information. There's a lot of that out there on the internet. Hello. And it's not even about inspiration, no matter how good Barry Shore is, because you know what happens to inspiration. You get puffed up and then boop, 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 boop. It's about the T word, transformation, the ability to transform yourself through using the three fundamentals of life. And when you use these three fundamentals, the result will be you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? Now, the three fundamentals of life are, number one, life, your life has purpose. And you lead a purpose-driven life. Number two happens, in this case, a good number two. You go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simplest example. Right now, this show is being carried throughout the entire world. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people have tuned in, and thank you for that. We're honored. You keep asking your friends to feel we were over 350,000 people, and by the time Dr. Yasmin comes on, we'll be over 360 or more thousand. It's being carried over the internet. So I ask anybody, what is the internet? What does WWW stand for? And invariably, it ties with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for... What a wonderful world. And what a, is the word, right? W-H-A-T-A. <laughs> and thank you to wonderful Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song, What a Wonderful World, to go viral and not touch, touch tens of millions, 100 millions, millions, but billions of people around the planet. Whenever you hear the opening bars of that song, what do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, I got to tell you, 
I'm back doing uh, in-person events, of course, no mask and just lots of hugging and energy. I I spoke recently with uh, 1,172 people and I'm telling the story about Barry Shore and about Smile and people raising their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours, I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water to drink, you have food to eat, you have a place to sleep, you have family, you have friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the proof? Simplest proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or you're listening, you didn't. Therefore, you have an obligation to live life to the full, to share your energy, your positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant outlook with people. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. Imagine if you can, standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, that's me, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. And it was not from an automobile accident. It was not a spinal injury. It was a rare disease which took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic. Quadriplegic means nothing moved from my neck down. Overnight, rare disease. I could only communicate by blinking my eyes. I was... 144 days in the hospital, two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was four years in wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips, my ankles for years. And that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice, positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of this one word. Smile. <laughs> I got to tell you a quick story. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile? S-M-I-E-L. I thought about it. Smile? So it sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. Out of the mouth of an eight-year-old. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, CREATE is a wonderful acronym that stands for Causing Rethinking, Enabling All to Excel. Rethinking is what we call a shift in perspective. Now, i got to tell you something. I've been working with people for more than 42 years. And I can tell you 97.2% of all the people I work with in the beginning, they drop the F in shift and the other stuff happens. You got to be careful with your Fs. You want to shift your perspective just a little bit and then something magical happens. And then the six most important words you're going to internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life can come into your being. And these six words are choice, not chance, determines your destiny. That's right. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation will help shift the path of your life and the trajectory. Now, I got to tell something. Before we bring on wonderful Yasmin, I have to warn her and our new listeners that your humble host does use a lot of four-letter words, and I even use the four-letter F-U word, and I do it because of the shock value, and it's fun. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, free, gift, pray, play, swim, and the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes, F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, right away, I'm sure some people in the audience are raising their hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, fun's only spelled with three letters, not in our world. The world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see your family and friends, you have a twinkle in your eye and a smile on your face. When the 
point your finger and say to all your family and friends, F you, everybody. But remember to add capital N, capital N. And they'll say, where'd you, where'd you get that? I listen to Barry Shore and the joy of living. And he had on this amazing woman and will give you the opportunity to open up and tell people what you learned today. Now, before we bring on Yasmin, I just want to share with you and urge everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life. You know why? Because it will make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. And these two words are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying in Redness writings, be kind whenever possible. And he says, it's always possible. So imagine you're going to a coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, sit down, somebody brings it to you, you say, thank you. You go to the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, a few minutes go by, nobody brings it, you go to the kind, say, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy, bring it to you, sit down, a couple of minutes go by, you, somebody brings you, still say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you, you say, thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining out, somebody slams the door on you. You say, thank you. You're in traffic, you're late for an appointment, somebody cuts you off, you say, thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say, thank you. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is a fabulous word that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody, anybody that inspires noble deeds that I want to share with you more than Dr. Wonderful Yasmin Slad. Yasmin, please say hello to 362,821 people around the world. Hi, everyone. It's really a pleasure to be with you and with Barry. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Woo! Okay, Yasmin, when was the last time somebody said F you to you and you laughed? <laughs> I think today. <laughs> <laughs> she's so charming and wonderful and beautiful, and she speaks five languages. And she's so amazing, and she's so smart, and that's why I've asked her to be here, and she finally consented to it. I want to just, if I still start telling everybody all of your academic credentials and all the things you've done and all the magazines and places you've been, it would take the rest of the show. So I'm just going to suffice to say three things. Number one, everybody loves you. You're one of the most highly acclaimed New York City psychologists. And that's a big claim. The other thing is that you're known as the wise psychologist, which in itself is very important because wisdom is far more important than anything else. And you have perfected something that you call the inner message approach to living, not just to psychology, but living. So let's just jump right in and discuss something that I know is on your mind and is on my mind. I want to share with our audience. And really, it's something that you brought up, and I'm really happy that you want to discuss this. And it's called understanding your mind. So let's just jump right in. What does it mean, understanding your mind? Doesn't everybody understand their own mind? No. Unfortunately, Lord, I wish I could say yes, but unfortunately not. Um, most people don't understand. They don't understand their thoughts. They don't understand their emotion. And they certainly either take them at face value or uh, try to get rid of them, or try to replace them with positive. And when I say your thoughts are coming from something you were born with, your mind, and your mind is here to problem solve, to create something good for you. It's just, it's going to put in the form of problems 
something that you need to tweak in, something that you need help. So most people do not understand their mind. They do not understand that when a thought comes in, it's an inner guide. It is a message. And I think when people hear that, they're like, what? How on earth? Me thinking I'm not good enough is a guide. So this is where I come in, that your thoughts have to be decoded. They're like dreams. You know your dreams. You know there's something in it for you, but you never take them at face value. So it's the same idea with your thoughts. And so I can go deeper in that, but that's what I wanted to share is that every thought, every emotion carries so much wisdom for you. And I want people to change their relationship with their thoughts and emotion to access the wisdom within, to access the guy and see how much support there is and how much more can they give thanks? I want to unpack something you just said because it struck me deeply. To be able to access the wisdom within. I think that what you're saying to us is that each individual does have their own unique wisdom, which allows them, if, allow, if they can tap into it, and really work with it will allow them to become their best selves. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And people can relate to it through their body. Like if you have pain in your thighs, you're going to pay attention and you're going to do something to rebalance that. But people don't think about it the same way with their thoughts and their emotion, but it's the same idea. The thought and the emotion is coming as a guide for what you need to tweak internally to become your best self, to become more balanced, to become more whole. It's like you have this operating system that's constantly guiding you, constantly sending you a message for you to be better. But unfortunately, people don't know what to do with them. And so they act in ways that then they think the mind is the enemy or they think, their emotions are bad, but they're not. In reality, they're just, they're just guides, they're just signals. This is so wonderful. Uh, in terms of understanding oneself, isn't there a tremendous amount of input from, let's say, family situations, both the, let's say, the dynamics of a family and also where one is born, in other words, the the, the geographic uh, situation, because you and I were speaking before the show began, you were born and raised in Lebanon. You left early age, but still in all, you were there during a traumatic, dramatic time in Lebanon, and you traveled for a number of places before you actually settled someplace. Uh, doesn't have a lot to, uh, to affect a human being? Oh, that's such a good question. Thank you, Barry, for that. So, yes, and no. So I'll well, say the yes. Wait a minute. That's a psychologist answer. <laughs> no, that, that it's true. It influences a lot. But you want to think, it's almost like, I'll give you a different example. Two people enter in the same car. The car gets into a car accident. One of them end up having PTSD. The other doesn't. Let's say even two identical twins go through that, to go through biology. Why does one end up with PTSD, one does the other not? Like same circumstances, same life. 
the idea is that there's something internally that let things in or not. So yes, I'll give an example that you describe my own life. So I've been uh, through war, bombs, and everything. And what got in was something that was important to me, which was my mother well-being. So what got in was all my mom's terror, my mom's anxiety. All of my mom's emotion got in. But did the environment, did other things get in? Absolutely not. Absolutely zero. If I remember what I was most afraid, it was about mom, mom not being well. And so that was my thing for me. And that was related to who I am. So what enters is very related to who you are, what's important for you, what you value. And those precede you. Because I cannot say when before I was five years old that I value those. I didn't know, you know. It's just that's I was wired, sensitive, attuned, and with a big smile on my face. And it was very important for me to, uh, my parents' emotional world was very important to me, always. So that filtered. I guarantee you, if my mother had a different child who went through the same experience, something else would have been filtered in. So yes, the environment, the culture do impact you but it is through your own filter. So we all have filters, like we put glasses on and those glasses, you know, let the light in or not, depending on who you are. So that's very important. Is there a particular age that people oftentimes come to the wisdom of psychology? Uh, let's say, it, does it tend to happen when people are in their formative teen ages or is it later in life or obviously for some people it doesn't happen until 40s and 50s but leave that aside is there a time where people become much more interested in exploring their nature nurture dialectic as it were yes developmentally adolescence is the time that you start because you're in adulthood and you're you're no longer a child but you're transitioning and whenever you're in time of transition whenever something is not as stable it's when you want to look in because you're going to be in turmoil internally when something internally is not stable this is when everything within you your thoughts, your emotion are going to be calling your attention to you, to you to look within. So adolescence is usually the time for people when, when they are actually in that transition, in that uncomfortable transition. Now, some people, adolescence actually doesn't happen in teenager year. It happens way later in their 20s or something like that. By the way, I'm going to interrupt you. Is that the sound of thunder? It is. Oh, wait a minute. I am just so overjoyed. I want to interrupt. I'll tell you why. Because oftentimes when we do these things, these podcasts and such, it's very sterile. You know, it, okay, we're talking, we're interacting, things like that. But you're sitting in New York City, I think, at the moment, right? Correct. And yes. there's, a, there's a thunderstorm happening right outside of her window and we're hearing and we're feeling it and as she's talking about transition there's a thunder going off and <laughs> it's so real i love it 
<laughs> the synchronicity, you know, I believe that, you know, things happen for a reason and everything is synchronous. So right. having a thunder in that time, I feel is like, you know, you've been hit by the, right. wisdom, by the light, but there's something awakening. But yes, you will hear <laughs> and it just started happening. Well, we're talking about understanding your mind and waking up and boom, the whole purpose of thunder, as it says in religious text, is to gain awareness, to get somebody's attention. In other words, whether you believe in God or not, whatever the issue is, that thunder is there to shake you up, which is, I guess, the whole, in, that, that's the point of transition. You know, yes. some mostly people, unfortunately, go through a transition in life that tends to be, I wouldn't say negative, but it, it's not something they ask for, like a divorce or a death or something that's traumatic and dramatic. Um, and speaking of traumatic and dramatic, we're not going to do that, but we are going to go to a break because we have sponsors that love us and we love these sponsors. So we're going to urge everybody to please patronize the sponsors and we'll be right back with this brief message. You're, I mean, you're, you're loving Yasmin anyway, but there'll be, thank God, more of her when we come back and you'll be able to understand your mind better and the thunder maybe will be there still. So we'll be right back after this brief message. Don't go away. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, everybody. You know me, Barry Shore, and you know my story. Standing up in the morning, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound that night, being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. Talk about a change of life. I was faced with lots of issues, difficulties, paths forward, if there was to be one. And I'm here to tell you that finding advice from professional people makes all the difference, certainly in my life. And I would urge everybody to consider doing so in your life. And if you've ever had the opportunity to find someone or some two people that are really matched up with you, then you know it makes a difference. I urge you to consider using BetterHelp. BetterHelp, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill in a brief questionnaire, I've done it, to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. This is your opportunity to make a difference and become the best you possible. Let therapy be your map with better help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash joy of living today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash joy of living. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash joy of living. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, always looking for and finding the good we found. Good and abundant. Our cup runneth over with good. And her name is Yasmin, Dr. Yasmin Saad. And we're talking about wise psychology. We're talking about inner, well, we didn't discuss yet, inner message approach, which is her specialty that 
her own trademark. And we were just discussing the idea of understanding your mind, your thoughts, and what you can do with them and what happens, let's say, in that transition time of adolescence. And when you begin to open up as a flower, or as Yasmin and I were talking about in the great book called The Hidden Life of Trees, as the the, the tree growing and sprouting and, and giving off seed and being part of a family. Let's, if we can, move into another aspect of this same concept of understanding your mind, and that is decision, deciding what your thoughts and emotions are. Because uh, one of the things that I do when I work with people and a lot in one-on-one coaching and also in, in large uh, audiences, they talk to people what's called the, that life is a 3D adventure. Well, hello, we live in the 3D world. But the 3Ds that we talk about are number one, decision, number two, discipline, and number three, determination. Decision, discipline, and determination. So let's talk about, please, from your perspective as the doctor in the house, to tell us about deciding what your thoughts and emotions are or can be. Oh, that's such a beautiful question because I have such a different answer, I think, than most people. I think the word right now is in a movement of controlling thoughts and emotion, deciding to be positive, deciding... But I think what is missing that is that, well, something was already decided for you bigger than you. That thought came your way for a reason. So why not decode it so that then you can decide what's best for you? So I'm going to give you an example. Let's say you think you're not good enough. And let's say you go with the current trend, which is, decide that this is not true. Look at the mirror every day. Decide that you are good enough. If you do that, eventually you will feel good enough because what we connect to, what we tune into, we turn into. It's just a question of time. What you repeat in your mind, you will become. Now, what I feel is lost in this approach is the wisdom that the not good enough had for you. And I'll share it with you. So, for example, if you think you're not good enough and you're telling yourself, I'm so not good enough, and you're beating on yourself, well, you know already so much about you. What do you know? You know that where you are right now and where you want to be, the good enough, there's a gap. And you know that if you're saying you're not good enough, you know where good enough is. You have that, maybe not verbalized, but you have it. So there is a magical place you want to be and you're not there. So now let's look at what it is and let's define it for you. I had a patient in practice who came, brilliant student, A plus, definitely smart, thinking they were not good enough. We went and explored and this particular patient was not good with socially, just not good socially. So for that particular patient not being good enough, was because they were not good socially. They wanted to be street smart. They want to be social smart. So for them, they were noticing something and wanting more. And by looking into that not good enough, by identifying the gap, we identify where they want to go. And then 
by seeing how they were talking to themselves in that way, we identified they're kicking themselves in the butt by doing this, meaning their way of motivation is through looking at the bad, making the whole thing, whole of you who you are bad, so that you get yourself moving. But as we know, a kick in the butt normally after a while ends up being a kick in the ground and that's not motivating. So now by decoding the thoughts, we know where they are, where they wanna go, specifically the way they're going at it, the obstacle, which is this way you're not gonna get motivated. So then they can make the decision, the important decision, which is how can I get there? How can I motivate myself differently? Because the way I'm motivating myself right now might not lead me there. Second, now that I know where I'm going, what can I do? Who can I reach out that specifically specializes in that? So now the decisions are much more tailored to who you are and you gain so much more wisdom by understanding the signal that your body and your mind were giving you. So that's what I call my inner message approach, that every thought, every emotion carries your own blueprint. It has a message embedded for you that is specifically about how you're functioning in that moment. So you can take the step to get your next best self, not from an imposition, an affirmation, a positive thinking, but from your own inner tweaking tailored to you. So that's what I wanted so this is, as we began the program, this is one's inner wisdom providing the information and the path forward. Yes, exactly. That you were born with thoughts, emotion, body sensation as guides, I signal to orient you in your journey. But most people do not understand the mind. They don't understand that the mind is a problem solver, that the mind is like a, an antenna. It caps it's where you're at, what's happening within you, what's happening outside of you, and codes it in messages based on how you operate in the world. So it has every thought carries so much of your inner environment, outer environment, and your own blueprint in that moment. So just decoding them, you know so much about you. So I, I want to use this as a jumping off point to something. And I'm listening intently and you're telling me about, let's say a particular person. I'll presume for the moment it's a woman, just presumption, only because women tend to go women psychologists, just life, okay. And I'm fascinated because I've coached a number of very successful women who have this same exact issue. They happen to be remarkably A plus whenever it comes to, uh, let's say, mathematics or running a business. But in terms of social interaction, <laughs> they, they really couldn't do it. And I'm fascinated by people who are, to everybody else, super achievers, but to themselves, they think they're not worthy enough. I, I just, it's on some level, I don't understand it. I must tell you, I'm a regular guy. Thank God, I'm, I'm very successful in a number of different things. I don't think of myself as not worthy enough, but I see this happening. Do you see it more with women than men or is that just not a possible, uh, too I, general? I don't see it more with men or women, uh, but I see it whenever people 
are um, a bit disconnected from themselves, disconnected from their talents. That's when it comes in. It's kind of a signal to say, you have so much more within you and they know that. That's why they listen to those thoughts because another person will not be listening, but they do listen because they know deep inside that they have more, that they're not achieving at the level that they could be. So for us, they're stellar, but compared to them, they could be 10x of what they are today. And unfortunately, as a society, we do motivate ourselves from negative. We do. So they have that embedded and it creates those thoughts. I always say, if you think that, good for you, because that means you know deep inside there's a better promised land. It's just the way you're going about it is not the healthiest. Um, we can tweak that. But at least you have a desire, you have ambition, and you know something better. It's just you disconnected yourself from that. You're not understanding that, and you're starting to believe the negative, the, that the thoughts, the negative hold that the thought is having on you. So this is fascinating. You're right. We're dealing with achievers. We're not dealing with yes. regular people. We're dealing with achievers who, on some level, want to be overachievers, and yet they they can't even be satisfied, interesting enough, with achieving high level. They want to continue to achieve more because it's almost as if they're they're out of balance in their body as if their right arm is huge and the left arm just is atrophied and there's an imbalance here. I found it also to be, I'm, I'm asking you, not telling you, I'm asking in, in people that have what we call negative self-talk. Yes. You know, in my humble opinion, self-talk is the most important talk that anybody could ever listen to. Doesn't matter, would you, whatever you put on a record or record, who plays records? I mean, whatever you're putting on coming from the outside pales compared to what your own self talk is. Is that correct to say? That is correct. I would say what's even more important is the distance between you and your thoughts and your self talk, because that distance helps you observe. And in that observation is where you learn and where you can change. So for me, always the difficulty is when people are fused with their self-talk or fused with their thoughts that they think something, they feel something, and therefore there's no room for change. And so those high achiever that you described, that's exactly what's happening. So they're connecting to the more that could be and they don't have the space to reflect on the more that is already here, on the gap, and on the future. So it becomes everything I've done is not worthy, and only being there is worthy. So that distance has disappeared. It's not a, I am here, I could be there, let me figure out how to be there. It's this is, doesn't exist or is not useful, and because they become the thought, they become it. There's no room, there's the space has collapsed. That is the danger to me. That space collapsing is the most dangerous thing. And I think so many people are experiencing that. And that's your inner message approach, right? Correct, exactly. Helping you create that space. So with space, you now have 
a, a place to move because like you said, if you're connected, if you're fused, you can't go anywhere. You're almost as if you, you've created your own trap, your own cage. So to, in order to be able to grow, you need some place to spread wings or else you can't fly. A hundred percent. And I think people used to do it with meditation. But meditation has become so hard for so many because we're so busy. Our mind is going, going, going. So I wanted to develop an approach that actually uses the mind because more and more we have overachievers in the world who are constantly using their mind. So if we can use the mind to create the space to service what the mind came to service, then now everybody can do it. You don't need meditation. You just need to decode and understand. And it's not that hard once you know the steps. It's really not hard. I happen to be personally a very dedicated meditator. I will tell you, though, I'm very blessed. And you might like this story. I met a meditation master. I'd say it's about 48 years ago. A woman. Her name was Rivoli. <laughs> I'm just thinking about her now, Rivoli Roth. And she was a master in this meditation, which, interesting enough, takes about two minutes, even less, each time. You do it twice a day. And it's, it's a four, four breaths, conscious loving breaths. And I've been, again, as I said, almost a half century now I've been doing it. And I can tell you the meditation for me creates this this space as it were but yes i can i see in today's world the faster the world is traveling it's more difficult sometimes for people to in any way create a space through this thing called meditation it's almost as if it's just too foreign for them people can't allow their minds to stop whirring yes. but okay so this again this is your inner message approach which i love because Remember, Dr. Yasmin Saad is the wise psychologist, not just psychologist, wise. Wisdom is such an important aspect of living life, especially today. Uh, I'd like to, if we could, move into that same place, because I think this is what the gap is all about, and that is living a fulfilled or fulfilling life. I think when people move into the gap, that's where the fulfillment of life comes in. Is that accurate in any way? Uh, that is accurate. Um, it needs a little, a few steps. So, Well, I would hope so. That's why you're Dr. Yasmin. I'm just the guy you're interviewing. <laughs> you're lovely, Mary. <laughs> so living a fulfilled life, happens when you're so aligned with what's the core of you, what's the depth of you. So uh, we all come here with a mission purpose. Most of us don't know what that mission purpose is, but we're very connected to what we enjoy and what we like. And if we start analyzing what we enjoy and what we like, everything is connected. So for example, I can tell you that I can talk forever anything related to self-awareness, increasing self-awareness, that is something that fuels me up. And that's from there I realized, oh, that's something I value. And then I realized my whole work, everything I do is about increasing awareness. 
within me, within others. So then I start realizing whenever I'm engaging in that thing that I value, I live a fulfilled life. I, it doesn't matter if I make money out of it or don't make money out of it because that for me takes priority. Uh, so everybody has their own values that when they align to it, they feel great. So fulfilled life comes from when you're aligning everything. And so we, if we go back to our gap, in that gap, you can understand what is missing for you and what you need to align. And you can connect to the essence of who you are. So if we go back to those overachievers and what is the core essence of who they are, what do we know about them? Well, we know they're ambitious. We know that they have a desire to be at their 10x self. Otherwise, there's no reason to think not good enough, you know. So we know two main things about them. And if you look, there's so much more. We know that they're willing to endure pain to get there. So they have a high stamina for pain. Now, they might rely on that a little bit too much. Right. So we can figure out a way to balance that. But if you know you're ambitious, if you know you want to 10x yourself, so whenever you engage in activities that 10x yourself, you're going to feel something. You're going to feel some excitement. You're going to feel something because that aligns you a bit more with who you are. So you tune in a little bit more with what's important for you. And so for those people, it's 10x. For other people, it'll be totally different. Like seeing the children all the time. Like my daughter loves to bake. She loves to create. She loves to bake. The moment she's baked, she's fulfilled. And for her, it's about this creative process. It's And so she does it through art. She does it through baking. So the more I indulge her in baking, creating, she's happy. She's so happy. She's so aligned with herself. Because at the core, she's a creator. And a lot of us are many different ways. So the question is, what do you value? What do you like? Align yourself with it so that you can live a fulfilled life. Much to share and unpack. At this very moment, we're going to go to a break. Again, we urge you, please utilize the people that uh, make this all possible. We're going to take a brief break. We're going right back to this remarkably interesting, powerful, pleasant, positive being, Dr. Yasmin Saad. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this brief message. Good day, everybody. Oh, something special for you. Amazing. Sometimes a great notion comes into the world and changes, causes a shift that benefits everyone. Isn't that wonderful? Everyone benefits. This time it's called Einstein Cares. That's right, like Albert Einstein. EinsteinCares.com. E-I-N-S-T-E-I-N-C-A-R-E-S. EinsteinCares.com. Go there and sign up to be aware of when the site launches. Because guess what this site is all about? Its mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. And it's based upon something everybody loves to do. Shop, have fun, give money at no cost. Go to EinsteinCares.com. 
That's EinsteinCares.com and register now so that when the site launches, you will be amongst the first to know about it so you can shop, earn money, and give money at no cost. What a wonderful world to even be thinking about these things. EinsteinCares.com. Do it today. You'll thank me, and you know you love thanking me. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings, and good-looking people. Maybe you're good-looking, so always looking for and finding the good. We have found good in abundance. Dr. Yasmin Saad, she is the wise psychologist, and she has her inner message approach that enables people to find where they are, see where they want to be, and understand the gap, and then learn how to bridge the gap. She's a bridge builder. That's what I'm going to call her. She's a bridge builder. We were just talking about your daughter. How old, by the way, is your daughter? Nine and a half. Woo! Notice she didn't say nine. She didn't say ten. She said nine and a half. She counts every day. And her daughter... She counts loves, every day. <laughs> she loves baking. Now, baking happens to be one of the most creative of all arts. Baking... Uh, cooking also, but baking is is unique in that it's um, it's a specialty that is much different than just making food. Now, does she bake French pastry or she bakes anything? Anything and everything. She loves you know to watch the show where you create uh, cakes in shape of something with a fondant, and it's it's all about creating through cake, creating taste, creating flavor, creating shapes. It's all about creating. It's okay, so baking, I'm very partial to it. My mother was a, a baker par excellence, to use my French. And, uh, <laughs> and baking, in my humble opinion, is the ultimate chemistry. Because what you're doing is you're combining so many different things into something else. And then again, creating shapes, as you say, and being able to serve it to other people. You see, that's part of the genius of baking is that you're using ingredients and you're doing it not for yourself only. You're doing it to share with others. And sharing is a great acronym. It stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy. So what is your daughter's name? Layla. Layla. So please, you'll relate to Layla how much we appreciate the fact that she loves to bake. And may she continue to do so in, in many different ways. We only have a few more minutes. And I just want to go a little bit deeper into something that you mentioned about alignment. Uh, one of the things that we talk about in actually in two of my books, and I, I use this analogy, we all know that if you go to a chiropractor because you're feeling out of sorts physically, you know, you're like this, and you go to the chiropractor, and all of a sudden he or she goes, mm -mm, mm, and you align. Now what happens? You're all aligned. Your your head and your neck and your body, and you're feeling gentle and swaying, and everything moves right. So I talk about becoming your own spiritual chiropractor, which means that you want to get your thoughts in alignment and good, your speech in alignment and good, and your deeds in alignment and good. When you align spiritually, thoughts, words, and deeds, now you can flow. And when you're in flow, you're able to be giving of yourself to the ultimate. Like you say, do what you enjoy most, whether it's baking, self-improvement, uh, in my case, giving away money and building websites and things and creating atmosphere that is beneficial in the world because that's your that's who you are. 
You're there on your mission, your life's purpose. As we said, everybody has three fundamentals. Live your life with purpose, go mad, make a difference, and unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Do you Are you in agreement, or is that just me making this up, that spiritual alignment is an important aspect of the physical being? A hundred, a hundred percent that this is our goal, to be aligned. When you're aligned, you're in a state of grace. Things are not positive or negative. They just are. And everything is beautiful. It's beautiful, but not beautiful in a value system, but more in a grace system. So you want to get there. And that's what we're all striving for in one way or the other. That's what we want with our body, our mind, our emotions, thought. Everything needs to be aligned, 100%. And my, actually, my inner message approach is that attempt to align people, is to show them where do they go right, where do they go left, and realign it. Because when you are aligned, then suddenly your emotions change, everything changes. You're in the state of grace, and in the state of grace, you're in touch with beauty. I love this. I'm going to mention a book that is a favorite of mine that I, I read often, actually, especially the, the chapter on grace, and that is The Road Less Traveled. Oh, yeah. So okay. good. Okay. Okay, fine. I just want to get, I needed to make sure that you said it's good. You give me your imprimatur. And <laughs> <laughs> we're talking inside baseball stuff. If you don't know The Road Less Traveled, Get it, use it, especially, as I said, the chapter on grace is, um, I don't think there's anything ever been written even by the, the masters out there that is even close. Uh, wonderful, Yasmin, I'm sorry to say these words to you, but our time this time is coming to a close. So I'm going to ask you three questions. Are you ready? Yes. Number one question, first question, will you come back again? Of course, it'll be my pleasure. My pleasure. Oh, very nice. Okay. Number two. Now, here's a difficult one. You only have 80 seconds to answer this question. Ready? Okay. What is your most fervent desire? My most fervent desire is to impact a billion people in a second. That was so beautiful. I want you to repeat it one more time with your full emotion. What is your most fervent desire? My most fervent desire is to impact a billion people in a second. You'll notice when I say this, I become more zen. Usually when something comes from my heart, it becomes more quieter. So I know people want enthusiasm, but I actually quiet in. Quiet in, by the way, is how we succeed in life. You don't have to do this. That's Quiet right. in is how the greatest emotion gets there. And the third thing is, and you have to ask your wonderful daughter if we can do this in front of, well, she's not around at the moment. Can I give you a hug in front of 364,820? thousand people around the world yes yes, okay, let me yes tell everybody let me tell everybody what hug stands for hug stands for heartfelt unlimited giving ready on the count of three one two three uh, <laughs> 
wonderful Dr. Yasmin Saad. And you're listening to, of course, The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shaw. And you tuned in consciously and conscientiously because you care the most in the entire world about you, Y-O-U, which is great because the show is not about Yasmin. It's not about Barry. It's about you. You becoming the best you. And when you use the information we give here and the transformation that is coming offered to you, then what will happen? You will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? Remember the three fundamentals of life are number one, life, your life has purpose. Number two, live with purpose. You go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. And the third is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. And then the result will be happier, healthier, and wealthier. WWW stands for what a wonderful world. Smile. Smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. As my eight-year-old niece says, see miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in. As Dr. Yasmin was telling us, learn where that gap is and grow. Create stands for causing rethinking, like she taught us, enabling all to excel. You want to have a shift in perspective. Keep that F in place. And remember the six most important words you ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in life. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation will help determine the path and the trajectory of your life. Use four-letter words like love, life, hope, free, give, play, pray, swear, and tell the world to F you, capital N, capital N. So after the show, you see a family and friends have a twinkle in the eye, a smile on the face, say, F you, everybody, and say, where'd you get that? He said, Barry Shaw wants to teach the world to F you. And use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. And these are, thank you, thank you, Thank you. Thanks, Sansa, to harmonize and nurture kindness. To harmonize and nurture kindness. So we're going to give a blessing from wonderful Yasmin and her baking daughter and Barry. And our blessing to you is go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Yes, me. Don't go away. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.